0: Did you know that you can actually discover the messages from the crystal spirits? Crystals have been used by ancient healers and shamans since the beginning of time. And in this episode, the amazing Colette Baron Reid talks about her Crystal Spirit Oracle Deck and how you can connect with the actual spirit of the crystal so it can share with you its message and gift. Colette is a best selling author, spiritual medium, and oracle expert. She's also the founder and creator of Oracle School, a global online learning experience about how to use oracles to manifest an empowered, inspired, magical life. So let us head over to this interview now, so Colette can inspire you to how you can connect with crystal spirits. So hi, Colette, thank you so much for being on the podcast. As always, it's lovely, always lovely speaking with you.
1: Oh, ditto. I, we had so much fun. We've like talked for about half an hour before we actually got to this interview. I know. I love talking to you, and I love catching up and finding out what's new and what you're teaching. I'm very excited to be here.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. So you came out with another Oracle card deck, and as always, they are amazing, and they're different. I mean, I find yes. it amazing. They're all so different, all your Oracle decks. And the one we're going to yeah. s- talk about today is your Crystal Spirit deck. So first of all, how did you get the inspiration to create this deck?
1: So over the years, I sat, well, I mean, I developed some ideas about different subjects that I would one day want to create. So this was on my list. I'm inspired by crystals. I studied crystal healing about 25 years ago, but I'm not a crystal healer. I want to be very clear, just like I studied shamanism and and I'm not a shaman. Just because I've studied something doesn't mean I am it. But I've been obsessed with crystals my whole life. And when I studied about crystals from my Reiki master, actually, who also used crystals in the healing processes she taught, and then I became a Reiki master as well. This was like years ago. I've always kept a very personal and private relationship to crystals in my home. I use them and personally. So when Hay House asked me, what are the decks? That you'd most like to create. So spirit animal was one of them because that was really, really important to my upbringing, especially because my great grandmother was from Mongolia and she taught her daughter, who taught my dad. So there was that animism that has existed in my lineage and my family. So that was really important for me to create that. And also my Scottish nanny, Mrs. Kelly, who came from the Highlands, and she had her spin on it. So that was a big thing. And then crystals was another one. So. But I have this kind of funny relationship to crystals because they talk to me. I know that sounds nutty, but I'll give you an example. A friend of mine sent me a, an amethyst from Thunder Bay, Ontario, and uh, it was one of those, and I don't know what they're called. But, and people leave them in Glastonbury and all these different places. They look like little, they're like stones that are, that are put on top of each other, and it's like a little head. They look like little people. They people put all over Sedona, too. When I lived there, people used to leave these little creatures, stone creatures. Anyway, it's that. So there's this really cute little thing. I bring it home, and I swear to God, I felt it when I touched it. It didn't want to be at my house, it wanted to go home. So I called up my friend. I said, Listen, and it showed me a picture like that it was on a windowsill in my friend's apartment. So I called her up and I said, Hey, you didn't buy this in the store, right? Like you, this was. Yours, did you have it in the window? She goes, oh my God, yes. I said, well, this thing's in love with you and it wants to go home. I'm <laughs> shipping it back. So I have kind of these playful, odd kind of conversations. It's not like I hear a voice. It's a impressions I get that yes. they're alive and they have this energy. Now, we know for sure, uh, certainly their geology is different and they have specific energies that can actually impact a body in crystal healing, for example. For me, they're personalities also, I'm drawn to them or or repelled by them depending on what I need. And so I called it crystal spirit rather than calling it a crystal deck because oracles speak. And when I channel oracles, and and again, I want to use the word channel in a way that works. For me, I don't channel an entity. It's not like I'm talking to like Abraham Hicks. You know what I'm saying? That's not channeling to me. It's a creative way of tuning into the essence of what I'm supposed to create through me, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like a larger collective or transcendent energy that comes to me, right? So that's more what that is. It's, it's more, it's a creative sense of losing myself while I'm creating. So I had my artist, Jenna, who I work with all the time. She, I, I said, let's put a face in these crystals because we want to impart that they have personalities and they have spirits and they talk. So I wanted to make it like a talking crystal deck. <laughs> so that's why it's called Crystal Spirits and why you see faces in all of the pictures. And, uh, creating it was hilarious because, um, I had my friend, Anna, who runs my school, actually, Anna Sather, she's the headmistress of Oracle school, which is my online school. I was kind of on my deadline. I said, listen, can you come and help me edit this? Cause I'm, there's a couple of the crystals that don't feel like they're in the right spot. So both of us had the same dream that night, the next morning she goes, whoa, I just had the freakiest experience with these crystals. And I went, okay, tell me, was it onyx and obsidian? She goes, I can't believe it. And I said, she goes, yeah, the two black ones. And they were fighting over who who they were supposed to be and where they were. And we had black tourmaline. And I had too many of them. That I had to mix one, right? <laughs> so, she has, so the two of us were like, oh, this is freaky. And then both of us had the same experience with emerald and rose quartz because because there's slight variations. Like crystals, and if you'll notice, that lots of crystal experts have, and I have like a pile of books at my house. I'm a book fanatic. So I went through all these different crystal healers that are supposedly very famous, and not everybody agreed, which I found fascinating. People had different takes, and then there were so many crystals that shared similar properties or, or that they were purported to do similar things. And I wanted to make sure there were enough that differentiated from the others. So it was really almost like math. But i got to say... It's one of my favorite decks now. It's accuracy. I've been told by a lot of people who, who have been trying it. Because not everybody's into crystals, right? They're just not. So some of my other decks are, are way more popular. These are depending on who people are into it or not. But as soon as we started getting people encouraging them to do their own readings, they're amazed. So I know
0: that I put I was. a lot of...
1: Tell me about you. Yeah, yeah, tell me yeah. About you. well,
0: before I do that, I just want to backtrack a little bit. Something okay. I found really fascinating <laughs> So, because in your goddess deck, you had the whole thing with Kali and Hial, didn't you? Which, again, are the two Hela. black goddesses. Yes, yeah, yeah. I wanted yeah. to put Hela in the deck. I know.
1: Because she was... I have a real affinity for the uh, Nordic goddesses. And, yeah, that was wild. I was planning on putting Hela. Now, Hela, as we know, have very similar qualities to Kali. The idea of yeah. what happens with destruction. It's the chaos and the the liberation that comes from rebirth, really and death. Exactly. Mm. So death rebirth, the darkness into light. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of the similar qualities that those two goddesses have, but Callie came through a healer. I had a reading, I had a healing with who she just said, Oh, you're one of these goddesses says you're not putting her in the deck and she wants to be in the deck and she wants to be her compassionate form. She doesn't want you to paint her like with the black, with the red tongue sticking out. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like, that's the goddess I was, and I, and, and I decided not to use her because I had a really personal connection to the goddess Kali. She showed up a lot in readings with people. It was not uncommon for her to show up, and I'd be, like, always surprised. I'm, like, I don't know, the goddess Kali is here, and I would share it with somebody, and they'd be, like, and they would have a personal connection. So I kind of was, like, a little bit shy because... But I feel these, these energies. So, and we wanted the deck also to be non-traditional, so we, we wanted it to really even the art. we wanted it to be like women who embodied the qualities of these goddesses. So: I art. love your goddess deck.
0: Thank what you. I found was so fascinating with that is that what you just shared. Now with the crystals is that obviously Carly and Heal. I call her Heal. You say Hela, I call her Heal. You say Heal. Well, well, yes, so you say Heal.
1: Yeah. It comes from your language. Culture, so yeah, it it's does. A language. It's called Heal.
0: Heal. Yeah. Which Hiel. means okay. heal. Oh, uh, see, she's a great healer. So she's that rebirth and transformation. But they're both dark goddesses. And now you had also exactly. in your crystal deck, you had the dark ones. Real so what is it about that? Dark.
1: Yeah, you do. Well, I, I will tell you what. That's really interesting that you put those two together. I did not until this moment. But um, because actually I'm working on another Oracle deck now called the Oracle of Shadow and Light. Yay! Because I believe that there is great value in the shadow. Yeah. I believe that part of the, the New Age, or I don't want to say all in one lump, but there's a lot of teachings that feel to me that they bypass the suffering where everything should be happy, joyous, and free. And they don't see value when you are in the dark, lost, or... Because these are great experiences when things are not so obvious, where we have to look into the dark or into the shadow to pull something forth, things that are hidden from us, things that are in the twilight. So I am very attracted to what is dark. And not what is dark, again... People like to use that, and I would rather use the word shadowy, right? Because it's, yes, dark goddesses, dark shadows, the shadow as opposed to color. But it is, to me, the greatest value is being able to be in both and is to explore what is chaotic and difficult and and the in-between, like my very favorite goddess is Hecate. She is... Mm the goddess of the in-between, the liminality. I feel that there's there's so much emphasis on, oh, everything has to be light and fabulous and wonderful. And, you know what I mean? And part of being a real light worker is to illuminate what is in the shadow. Like, Absolutely. We have to go there. Absolutely. So, yes, I I personally have an affinity to this because it is, for me, the greatest teacher and healers come from the shadows.
0: That's for me. Yeah. Oh, it's the same for me. So it's the same for me. So that's why I I thought it was so funny that you had both these (laughs) quarrels within both the decks. So that's amazing. they were quarrels, and they were quarrels, exactly. Uh, uh, Amazing, amazing. So with that, what has been your... Because normally with a a deck, you say that there are some that kind of hold the decks in the goddess deck. You had some of the goddesses that were kind of the cornerstones of the deck. Which ones are the cornerstones of this deck with the crystal Um. spirits?
1: You know what? I nobody's ever asked me that either. This is so great. I would say selenite, liquid light, fluidity, flexibility, illumination, and clarity, raising your vibration. Black tourmaline, which is yeah. about healthy boundaries. <laughs> Citrine, which is about joyful expression, also healing the family. Although amber is that way too. And spessartine mm-hmm. garnet, which is shining, being shining and sparkling. But you know, it's interesting that you say that because this changes because they can't be static, right? They have to keep moving. I have an 85 pound or 80 pound, I'm not sure, 80, 85 pound selenite in my living room that wow. actually someone sent to me as a gift when I was going through some online difficulties with P and I was like, I just shared with her. I said, you know, I really need to do something about, but I'm feeling very, I have to still deal with my emotions. And so she said, you need some help. She sent me this giant crystal with this under, and it's it's sitting in a bed of calcite and amethyst. It's the wow. most extraordinary crystal. Yeah, so it's in all my videos. You'll see it behind me. And honest to God, when we plunked it, that's actually the center of our home. And I call her Feridun because she knows the, the cauldron. She is she is the goddess of infinite potential. And so uh, yeah, that's what her name is. And she sits there, and she looks like a Celtic harp.
0: Wow, amazing. Yeah obviously i always love your decks i always have and i think you're a master with it and when i received this crystal spirit deck from hey house i thought "Hmm, i wonder if i would like this one as much as i I love the (laughs) others because you know i like crystals but i wasn't sure if it would work as an oracle thing and it really did so (laughs) as i was doing a reading i realized oh my goodness they really speak to me this is amazing it's amazing (coughs) It's amazing. So, yeah. And I even said to my husband, I said to him, I'm not sure if I really like this steak or not. And then I did a reading. I said, I love this steak. I love this steak. Well, This is what? amazing. I wasn't sure if I would like it either once I started. I was struggling
1: with it. Because wow. I, I always research when I'm dealing with a subject, right? So that's one of the reasons why I actually find it harder like the goddess deck i did a lot of research i didn't do enough on some of them which was fine because it's like it was i wasn't i wasn't planning on doing the goddess deck my hay house asked me to do that deck even though jenna and i had talked about it for 10 years i had a lot of resistance and i know why today but it doesn't really matter but anyway so but doing the crystal deck i had completed it and i just let them speak to me and then i thought oh what if it's not as good <laughs> so i had the same feeling I was like, oh geez. So I made I let people test it. And I was like, I was scared I'm, and because I, I was so close to it I couldn't tell if it was. And then my a couple of my I of my team and friends are calling them going, "Oh my god, this is so good." Yeah. <laughs> I was really happy. Yeah. But you know, here's the thing. That's why I called it Crystal Spirits mm. because it's not about crystals. Just like my goddess deck was not about teaching anybody about goddesses If mm-hmm. that I was encouraging people to go learn on their own it's really about the messages that they are conduits for a consciousness.
0: consciousness yeah
1: yeah they're conduits of consciousness and yeah. so that is how I create decks mm-hmm. is that they're a conduit for consciousness they just happen to have different themes that may appeal to some people and not others
0: yeah but yeah so Now, what was amazing for me is that a long, long, long time ago, when I was 24, I didn't know anything about crystals and I was then heartbroken. I was in a deep depression. That's kind of what got me into this whole stuff, that spiritual awakening from that. And a rose quartz kind of found me and I Uh would carry this rose quartz in my bra every day to Ah. be just over my heart and I could feel her healing me. I would sleep with her, everything. She was with me constantly. And then I've had lots of crystals and I would often pass them on to other people that I felt needed them more than me at that time. But Mm -hmm. this crystal would not leave me. She just would (laughs) not leave me. And she's still with me. She comes with me to all my trainings, everything. I love you say she. Yeah, she's a she.
1: Because I can tell, it's interesting about, they are like genders. They do show up, some of them show up as, uh, gender fluid, and others show up as obviously gendered, wow. which is so interesting. Yeah. Even Bixbite, which I thought because it's a pink stone, I thought it would be kind of pinky red. I thought it would be feminine, but it's, it's very masculine. So it's, yeah. It's, yeah. they tell me. And then other ones I feel are very, yeah, like they're just are different. Like, it, they it, yeah, they're like, Unique beings, I don't yeah. know. But yeah, it feels like some of them are she, some of them are he, and some of them are he, she, she, he. <laughs> and some of them are just they. You know, like yeah. just how, how this new way of identity uh, identities are non-gendered. It's very interesting.
0: It's amazing, very. actually, to mm-hmm. start to have that sort of relationship. And then as I did the reading, I did one reading today, for example, and I've been going through a bit of a rough time since last year. I've done a lot of healing. And one of the Mm. cards I pulled for the past year was, I pulled two cards. One was amethyst and the other one was amber. And amber is a stone I've had ever since I was little as my favorite stone. And as I read the messages that it's about healing, family karma, family wounds. Yeah, this is exactly what I've been doing. And the same with amethyst about upgrading your inner programming and stuff. And then Mm. the other stones I got was I'm going to see it now. Moonstone, I got Mm -hmm. for now. And then I got Tiger Eye for the the future. Mm -hmm. And again, reading the messages was like, it was so crystal clear, no pun intended, (laughs) but it really was (laughs) crystal clear, the message. It was extraordinary. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that's why when I say that,
1: you know, I channel my decks, it's, not an intellectual exercise i first of all have to know what they mean right so you know you have to know the Because so for example you need to understand their traditional meaning right like and when i say traditional traditional is one that's accepted mutually accepted because in the collective most people see it as this i gotta be honest a lot of crystal experts don't agree with each other like the biggest ones are like say different things about the same crystal so i thought that was very interesting so I had to kind of go with what I felt somewhere in the middle. But then you kind of have to allow them to talk about what really stands out for them in an oracle. So what would their main message be? But, you know, like, for example, this deck didn't have a protection message. So the, the only thing is when you get a card upside down, it just means you're in resistance to the message so that you have to look clear. But it has a relationship prosperity message and a, and a meditation that goes along with it. So yeah. the structuring of it, I let it tell me what it wants because it was very clear. It did not want me to do a, a reversed meaning. I, I tried to write them. And, and I so then I called Anna and I said, can you do me a favor? Give me a feeling on this. Like, tell me what you feel too. And she was having a time of her life because she'd never channeled anything and nothing never talked to her before. So I was just like, she goes, this is so wild. And I'm like, yeah, I know. This Amazing. is what it is. The deck talks. I yeah. know. So what I'm hoping that people will try out the deck for free first, that they get a chance to really feel it so they know what it is. And you can do that on my website. So Mm -hmm. you can just go to the website and and you can go to my Facebook page. And we've done this and my Instagram. So we have a graphic designer in-house and she created one of those gifts where it goes all through all the cards and then you ask for the affirmation and you click on it and then bam, there it is. So people can try it out and see how they like the deck before they buy it. Because, you know, like, like you too, I don't know if I'm going to like this deck.
0: Mm. It yeah. was amazing that the moment it's I actually cool. sat with it and I started to mm-hmm. blow my energy into it, I could feel them come alive. And then as mm-hmm. I'm doing the reading and it's so spot on in the messages. And it's a lovely message. I actually like that it's not reversed and that you can yeah. have both the prosperity and the relationship message. So I could weave it into the message for me because it wasn't so much about the relationship about this bit, for example, but there was Mm -hmm. the other kind of aspects of it, yeah.
1: Yeah, it works great with healers. Like healers can actually use this, especially if they're crystal healers or if they use crystals in their healing practice. They can actually do a reading for their client with the deck and then discover which one of the stones that they feel would would best serve their client And they work as an adjunct to other decks. So I find the Crystal Spirits deck is a fantastic second opinion deck, Mm. right? So if you do a reading with the goddess deck, you're like, I want a second opinion. I'm going to choose the crystal card Mm. too. So then you can go on there or you can either try it on the website or have a deck and then say, I'm going to choose now for each goddess, I'm going to choose a crystal to see what else, like a clarification card. And it's pretty uncanny. And that's what I wanted. That was the other thing because I always felt that Crystals on their own. It was again, it was very personal for me. I had crystals on their own. Crystals have never been on their own for me. They've always accompanied other things. Mm-hmm. Crystals on my altar accompany other things that yeah. are meaningful to me. So I was like, wouldn't it be great if this could be created this way? So I just put out that intention. Yeah, it really works well with other people's decks too, but it's a great deck to see what else do we need to know.
0: Fantastic. I'm really uh-huh. intrigued about your next deck as well. Okay. So let me give you the next three decks because there's the next
1: deck that's actually finished (laughs) is called the Oracle of the Seven Energies. And it's based on the magical number of seven. As you know, there are seven notes in the C scale. There are seven colors in the rainbow. There's Alice Bailey's work of the seven rays. It's theosophy, seven sacraments, the Mm -hmm. seven heavens. My dad was the seventh son uh, but he wasn't the seventh son of his seventh son, but he was the seventh son in his family. And he was a twin that died. So he was boy number seven. So like the number seven is just so prevalent in so many different things. And of course, the seven chakras, right? So, uh, but it's more than that. So it's really the energies that we see in the world. And uh, so uh, the oracle speaks to seven categories that, that are derived from all of these different ideas. So that's really exciting. And then I'm working on another deck with Alberto Villaldo called The Shaman's Dream. Again, my expertise that I bring to our partnership is I'm a deck creator. So my piece is the mystical piece and the fact that I know how to structure the lexicon of a deck. And he's the shaman. So I'm very clear to tell people I am not the shaman. He is the shaman. <laughs> so, and the sh- mystical shaman was one of our best-selling decks like all over the world. So that was an amazing, amazing collaboration with him and his wife, who's also, she comes from a a matrilineal lineage of shamanic teachers, and he has been teaching for over 40 years or 50 years, I think, because he's in, yeah, like 45 years or something. So it's based on the, the courageous dreaming that we dream the world into being, so it's got funky, weird cards in it, like the cosmic mushroom, or the galactic mushroom. <laughs> so it's that's kind of psychedelic and very cool. And uh, then after that is the Oracle of Shadow and Light. So that's that's what I have going. So over the next wow. three years, yeah, you guys will be getting a chance to experience some pretty amazing new Oracle decks and beyond that, I'm not sure, but I, Hay House is willing to let me do them until I get bored. So, so far, I'm not bored. <laughs>
0: Well, I think you're a real artist with it, a real genius with it. So it's... It's what I love most. Yeah, I can see that. I can feel that. It's amazing. I love it most.
1: I don't take it for granted. I mean, I have really high standards. It's not fluffy. It's very psychologically deep. Sometimes it's too dense for some people and that's fine. There's some people who much prefer like a little fluffy, you're going to have a great day kind of deck. Now, that's not what I do. Uh, So mine is a little bit denser for people who are interested in that. So I'm very specific and very niche, right? So I'm very, very niche, but I'm grateful and I love it. And the Crystal Spirits, again, has been quite a surprise at how people that are now discovering it, because it's taken a while to, just like you, it's like, well, I'm not really into crystals. I said,
0: just try the deck, just try it,
1: just try it. (laughs) And they're like, oh my God, this is so good. So it is is turning out better than we had hoped.
0: Thank you. And I just want to say to all the listeners that going on your website, to try out the different decks is a fantastic way to actually get some quick guidance. Because so, they are always spot on, your cards for a reading. So yeah, I would really yeah. recommend people to do that.
1: People should yep. watch my YouTube channel too because we're posting these fabulous videos. And they should look at some of the older videos too because we changed the way we shot the videos. We started going to like goat farms and walking alpacas and doing all kinds of fun things to include people. And they can I'm gonna develop a way for people to actually use the library of videos. I've tried it already and it's really freaky, that you can actually use use the library of videos as an oracle and choose not the one that pertains to you that week, but you can go backwards and say, What do I need to know today? And then going to one of the older videos and clicking on it and hearing the reading. And it's outrageous how spot on it can be. Wow, fantastic.
0: Thank you so much for all your time. Thanks for having me. If you'd like to find out more or perhaps try some of Colette's Oracle cards where you can do free readings on her site, then visit colettebaronread.com. If you'd like to read a feature in our magazine, Inspired Wellbeing, which is based on this interview, then visit inspiredwellbeing.community. There you'll find many interviews with leading spiritual teachers and wellbeing experts such as Neil Donna Walsh, Greg Braden, Bruce Lipton, Tasha Silver, Dennis Lynn, Alan Cohen, John Holland, Heather Ashamara, Pam Grout, and many others. Just visit inspiredwellbeing.community, where you can also access the latest issue of the magazine for free. Sending you lots of love until our next week's episode. Bye-bye everyone. Bye-bye.